Do you think we'll ever live in space? You mean like, do you mean like colonize Mars? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm a huge advocate of colonizing Mars. I hope we do. I don't know. Well, think about this. You don't care because you're, uh, you know, you're, you're a child of the universe. You're like at the end of 2001 with the space baby. Like, that's you. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I mean, like, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine being on Mars and looking up in the sky and seeing Earth and thinking that I would never visit it again. Because, you know, it's a one-way trip, right? Like, when you go to Mars, you go to Mars, right? And Do you think so? Why, why? The first people who do. The, col the first colonizers. Uh, unless our technology greatly advances, right? Because it's like, because you have to time it right, right? Like, there, there are, you know, orbits that are sort of, it's like one more closer and one more further away. Right. You know this. Um, so, like, yeah, the first people, man, you have to go up and you have to, man, just the, the kind of loneliness, understanding that everyone who you ever knew or loved or who all of your ancestors are on this one blue dot that you will never, and you will die on a strange planet. Like, dying on a strange planet... Like, that just seems like, oof. Again, dude, How is that different from just dying away from home, though? It's not, it's not home, dude. I, I, I don't know what it is. It's some woo-woo sort of, like, you know, touchy-feely, like, oh, I'm the Earth and everything. But I would much rather drown or burn or something. Like, just keep me on Earth, because I just want to be home. You know, I, I, that's such a lame sort of kooky, kooky idea. I don't think that there's a real objective difference to it, but I think sort of, like, uh, psychologically, it would it would be it would be uncanny. It would be un unheimlich. unheimlich. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's sort of that's what, where we should have named our podcast. Probably. Unheimlich, <laughs> <laughs> because we're never and we yeah. we're at home right now. But yeah, I mean, yeah, um, yeah, more lonely and more distant than a fading star. I, there's that that's a line from T. S. Eliot that really gets to me because it just you know oh man. I think there's that one portion of Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey when it's not Dave but it's the other guy, right? And he's going out with Hal, and then he's doing the thing, and Hal cuts off his thing, and just like he floats off into the infinity. Oh, just like, I can't imagine a worse fate to me. I don't know why. Why is it? And I guess it's probably like a synecdoche for death, right? That actually, like, that actually is what's happening, right? That, like, even when you die, like, yeah, you are going into that void. But I just, I don't know, man. It, it gets to me. But what, tell me more about your... Well, so the reason I ask is because last night at, at 1 a.m., I committed a personal felony and started watching interviews with Elon Musk. And I saw your tweets. Yeah, exactly. And, and so they were talking, it was this Vanity Fair interview and they were talking about what are, what are the things that you should be investing in if you're like a young person that, that, that wants to like change the world. And the space is obviously one of them. And, and I don't know, it's over the past year and a half, a little longer, basically since coming here, I've thought a lot about what I want to do with my life and and more and more I've noticed and and come to the conclusion basically that anything goes in many ways right we are often limited but when when we actually shouldn't be and I think what I've realized is that whatever I can conceive of I can probably in some way or another also begin to make happen. And that has really changed the way I think about things in the sense that a, a person like Elon Musk, like obviously he, he has done like, you know, he did PayPal and, and stuff like that, but look at the things that he's doing now, right? He's, his projects aren't necessarily the things that are currently already like changing everybody's lives, but they're clearly the things that are leading humanity in a direction that is very futuristic. 
And I think, I, I don't know if I, if, I, if I personally have that kind of vision just because I, I'm not that sciencey. But in general, the idea that whatever I can think of, I can probably begin to make happen, I think that's really powerful. Right? Yeah, that makes me feel a lot worse about never doing anything. Like, I don't want to think about <laughs> exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, today's the first day of the rest of your life. And it's like, wow, ugh, I, I, I'm not doing well on the first day. Ah, uh, GTD. Yeah. Uh, no, but, but the, like, it, it's, it has, had this impact on me where I feel like 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 I can if I have an idea of something that I think should exist and I I think outside the realms of what currently exists but I can I can I can slowly start climbing the ladder to that point that I want to get to I don't know it's just that's if you can dream it you can do it yeah well, yeah, but then, yeah, you know what, you're actually probably right. I mean, if you wanted to become, okay, not if you wanted to become president, but I mean, if you wanted to become whatever chancellor, and you started now, mm-hmm. well, like, yeah, that but, was your but, goal, like, yeah, you could probably do that. You know sure, I mean? but, but that's not even what I'm, right, like, ah, you're proving my point. Like, that is so within the realms of what is, like, possible and, and normal, right? Like, I'm not saying everybody's going to be president, and I'm not saying being president is normal, but I'm saying that is like a thing that is that 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 already exists you want to be a there's, a, there's a path for that right mm-hmm. but but i'm saying like all the what ifs that you like to ask yourself when you were younger right so like what if we could colonize mars right like like if you if you are that kind of person that is still capable at an adult age of asking those types of questions and you are then also intelligent enough not necessarily to make it happen yourself but to bring the people together because you're never going to be able to do it yourself but to bring the people together who are interested and dedicated and smart enough to make those things happen you probably can mm-hmm. right and that is something that's just like think outside of becoming president think outside of being a person with some preset career path that climbs a ladder somewhere think like like what is humanly possible right yeah wow well do you think the colonizing of mars is human like we found some water we found water many times there's literally a wikipedia article about all the times we found water on mars <laughs> well i mean but then think about terraforming dude think about all of the incredible amounts of time it's gonna and like how, how do we bring right i mean water? aliens how do, like like how do we bring what yeah. aliens well just like the fundamental idea that that the, the universe is so fucking old, shouldn't there, shouldn't intelligent life have evolved somewhere? Like, what are the odds, right? The odds are against us. Did you know about against that paradox? Then the, 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 I forget its name, the, the life feli, I don't know. No, there's a, there's a, there's a calculation, again. no, there's a calculation of, I forgot what it's called. There's a calculation for how many extant planets with extraterrestrial life there are, based on how many stars we can see, how many, how many uh, exoplanets, which are right. Earth-like planets. Yeah, yeah, and there's like something like, like at the at low estimates, something like twenty thousand other, right? Yeah, at least. Yeah. yeah. So then, uh, then, then there's there's like a, in a similar vein. There's a calculation that says like, Darwin like even at a, at a very small speed, at, the, at a very low speed, by now just by virtue of how old the universe presumably is, it you could have traveled the galaxy easily, multiple times. So so like why the it's it's if you think about how big everything is and you 
believe that we are the only like living, somewhat intelligent thing in all of the mess that is out there. I don't know. It seems it seems unrealistic. And also, we also have to talk about life as we know it, right? Like that type of phrase, where like we we don't know what other like universes, not even, but like what other kind of worlds might exist with elements that we don't know, with rules and, and laws that we don't know, well, natural laws that we don't know. Rules and laws, not in the physical sense though. Well, but also in physical things. Why the, not? The universe is, the universe is... The well, our universe, right? Oh, I'm not talking about, we're not talking about the okay. universe. Let's talk about... Let's, let's, uh, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's confine I, ourselves. I think the universe is a cop-out and bullshit. <laughs> um, uh, in my totally just the way that I think. Okay, sure, sure. Okay, so but even presuming physical laws, right? Like biological laws, laws of like like water is needed for life. It like seems, why? It seems why? Like, why? Well, it seems like carbon is okay. So if you look at chemical structure, okay. So one, I'm gonna say no. It's not gonna be with rare 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 elements because there are certain like lower numbers are easier to make. There's more of that in the universe because there are different stars. Like to make iron, like you have to fucking go super. Like I think the 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 highest uh, the highest uh, numbered element that can be made in like the core of a star is iron, right? But there are, you know, obviously heavier elements. However, so I would say it's probably going to be, they're probably going to have a similar makeup. And additionally, if you think about, if something is an organic compound, do you, do you know what it has in it? Yeah. Does it have Yeah. The reason why is because carbon has six valence electrons. There also is silicon to six valence electrons. That is like super, super, super essential for the combinatory power right. of our organic compound. So I would say that I would be incredibly surprised if these people were made of like helium, right? Or, or not, that was that was a jokey thing. But if they were made from, I don't they know, a, tra a different transition voices. metal or something, huh? They would have very high pitched voices. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but sorry. but that's not even really what I'm like. What if elements exist that we don't like, like a, a different kind of element? Is that what does that even mean, dude? Well, right, exactly. Yeah, but that's like that's <laughs> like saying, oh man, like what if? That's like talking about dragons, dude. Like, what if there are dragons? Like, yeah, but we haven't seen the dragons, and so, like, just thinking about what ifs in this sort of, like, fundamental, like, about the fundamental nature of the universe doesn't seem, like, necessarily, like, productive. Like, I'm oh, gonna, I agree. I'm, I'm not gonna, saying I'm being productive. No, 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 no. It just seems like, it seems like you can talk about, like, big ideas, like, whoa, what if we colonize Mars? It's, like, not eminently doable, but it is, it is, like, within the... Well, within Mars the physical, isn't super far off. Within right? the physical boundaries of the universe, but, like, talking about, like, things that aren't elements, dude, yeah, like, yeah. that's a little bit... Oh, no, I agree, I agree, I but, agree, but... You just, sound like a voodoo priest over here. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna... Actually, you know what they used to... I was reading about, um, yeah, shamanism, and what they would do is, uh... Uh, if they wanted to, if you had like a, if you had like a stomachache or you had the flu or something, what they would do is they would sort of like put feathers in their mouth and they would say like, oh, like I'm gonna suck the, I'm gonna suck the, the um, evil from inside you. So they go, and then they would bite their cheek really hard so it would bleed, and then they would have sort of this like blood and feather mixture and they'd spit it out and be like, oh, that was the evil, and then they'd be like, oh shit, like oh, I'm cured. Which I think it's like, wow, it's, it's weird that the shamans themselves understood that it was sort of like. That it was voodoo, psychological voodoo. Yeah. Well, we, they didn't even know the the psychology was just that. Like, I mean, obviously, well, people, not obviously, people got better because of the placebo effect. But I mean, I wonder what I wonder if the shamans sort of like talked to each other, like, hey, listen. This question was asked a couple of days ago, and I literally have forgotten what I said. Tupac. <laughs> the guy who killed Tupac, so I can kick his ass. <laughs> I see this is a very difficult question for me because I think it, it would depend on the reason I would want to talk to them. Like, what do I want to get out of this conversation? What do you want to get out of it then? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think, I think, 
I mean, talking to Jesus would probably be super interesting. I don't speak Aramaic, though, or Hebrew. You could study that before. You'd have... Do, are we doing this tomorrow? Or no, like no, no, no. Yeah, you've got some time to study Hebrew, yeah. like biblical Hebrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then let's do that. But, but then, again, I don't know if, if that's really the most valuable conversation I could have. In a way, probably yes, but it's, it also seems like, like so, say, I, I talk to him and... and but then, but then what, right? Then I know, but do I make this known to the rest of the world? What I then know? Who believes you? Exactly. And then it's like, well, why don't you go back and, but then you got to check like, well, maybe Muhammad was like the real deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, well, sorry, dude, yeah. wasted your chance. Or maybe yeah. Siddhartha Gautama was, and it's like, well, sorry. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I feel like it might be safer or, or, or the, the risk might be lower when you choose someone who is not that far back, who we definitely know more about, but who I just like to talk to because I think a conversation with them could be interesting. I'm not entirely sure who that would be because there's a lot of interesting historic figures, but you could probably find someone. I mean, so like, like talking to Hitler would probably be immensely interesting, right? Talking to Hitler would be awesome. Yeah. Talking to talking to Shakespeare, ask him if he like ask him if he actually wrote those plays. Talking to Mark Twain, talking to Tesla. 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 Nikola. Crazy guy. Nikola. Um I don't know, yeah. Yeah, no, that's it's interesting. Because you know, I don't know, I was trying to think of like the most influential actually on wire they had this graph of the most influential people and actually Jesus first. Right? Maybe Socrates and like you know, like one of those people who yeah. are like, yeah, everybody knows like But Socrates too, like isn't there a thing where like you don't really know like that's was he was he like a, a character or uh, was he a person? I think right? that would, I think because like, Plato I don't think ever wrote anything. There's these dialogues are recorded by Socrates. He didn't write anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. No, it's totally. It's a great question. I don't even know, dude. Or maybe you want to go back and meet like the first be on Earth when the first microbe is right. first bacterium and see like what how did life come together? I guess right. it's not, that's sort of a weird. It's more like what time period would you want to go in? But I don't know. Yeah, but still, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, but you would rather go in the future. Yeah, okay. If you could live in a time period, where would you live? And not in the future, because you don't know what's going to be there. Because of course you're like, I want to live in the 2050s when uh, Apple makes brains. So I could put an Apple brain. <laughs> what time period would I want to live in? Yeah. I, I, I would like to visit other time periods. I, I'm very glad I live in the 21st century. Because of anesthetics? Because of just, just like life like living conditions but I think I mean again it depends on like what do I want to do like like do I have can I take my conscience with me do I know everything I know now then I might want to choose post-war time because that would probably be like you could have a great impact I feel like in that time right like you could help rebuild like in the like rebuilding Yo, you can warn everybody in East Berlin to get to West Berlin now. Right, yeah. for example, but even even just like, I think I think being in charge of, or I, I wouldn't be in charge obviously, but like being a part of that process, I feel like you could, you, you, there is a lot of opportunity for, for making a lot of really important things happen that, that are the foundation of a new country. Yeah, and yeah exactly, right? yeah. And he, I mean, and one that we really didn't, we didn't really fuck it up the second time around. Like yeah. the Marshall Plan, like that was some yeah. good, like good on you, Marshall. Actually, you are. Marshall Mathers. I think it was Marshall Mathers. So. Wasn't he the one who uh, he was architect of the Marshall Plan? Um, 
also the founder of Eminem. Uh, he, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. And like, you know, Japan and Germany, obviously, you know, are, are two great starting partners. I think it was like, you know, talking about the kids and grappling with the crimes of their parents, wow, just be like, I just don't, like, do you think that you would see your parents differently, you know? Like, do you think that you would, do you think that looking back it would be like, wow, mom and dad, like, why didn't you do anything? Or, or do you think that you would empathize with them? Or would you, like, ask them stories? Or, and would they even talk about it? You know, right. some people going yeah. to war, it's like, no, we don't talk about yeah. that time anymore. Even though Yannick Splitov, Splitov? Manfreda Splitov sagen? Yeah. yeah. Yannick Splitov, uh, he has a, um, mein, mein Gastbrüder von Soligen, yeah. Um, he has a, in his um, attic, uh, picture of his like fucking grandpa, not grandpa, but like great grandpa in, you know, his like SS uniform. Yeah. It's like holy, like, whoa, damn grandpa. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I think I don't, so I don't personally have that kind of family history, but I, I you know. Were right with it. You were you were both, both sides of fascism, I the Italian was, and the German. Yeah. But I, I actually, so like neither of my grandparents were old enough to be a part, like a legit part of anything. And, and and so I don't really know about my grand grandparents, but I don't think any any of them were anything particularly relevant. But I have some f mostly German friends who who do have that exactly that kind of history. Like I have a friend of mine who wrote his historical investigation for IB on his grandfather, who was part of the SS and he had like all of these original documents and stuff like that, right? So Wow. Yeah, it, it, and 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 it, That is fucking incredible. I would is. love to read those documents. Yeah, it's and it's crazy because you, like you look at that stuff and it's that that was just normal, right? It it wasn't it, the, it it wasn't a really big deal at the time. And so I don't know I don't know how likely people are to talk about it. I think it very much depends on your, on their personal past as well. But I feel like I personally wouldn't hold a grudge just because I understand, you know, like Stanford Prison Experiment, right? I understand the, the psychology behind those kinds of things and, and I am empathetic to that and I can't really say how I would act, right? It's just impossible to would say. Would you say you're a Nazi sympathizer? Oh. Is that, is that what you're saying right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm saying like, like, I can't, I can't, I can't make comments. Uh, my Jewish roommate is, this is all I'm going to say. Uh, but, but I, I have a lot of friends who are, who are black. I, I'm not a racist. Okay. So I'm saying. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, but, but, but you don't know, you don't know, right? Like, you don't you know, know what you would have done. And, and, and I, it's, you, 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 you can't, you can't, I, I think you can't blame everyone. You can't blame an entire generation. Mm, but there is some, I mean, this is, this is what grappled with in the, in the class yeah. I was with, where you can't, but you, like, there's also, on the other hand, it's like, ugh, complicity. Ugh, it's just such a, such a tangled thing, and they're, I just don't know. Okay, let's, so how about you, you blame the generation, but you don't blame the individuals in the generation? Yeah, but that seems, yeah, 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 okay. I read uh, um, a book, not a book, a report that was created after the war in the United States that said, it was to all German uh, Germans in the United States and said, submit your stories, uh, my life before and after January 30th, 1933. 33 was when Hitler? Yes. And uh, this one guy was um, the person who I read 
was a was the doctor like the head of the Berlin Museum of like modern medicine or something like that. I was a, it was like a it was an exhibition of like modern German health. Um, and Hitler came. Hitler and Goebbels came. And I think I know about this. Yeah. No, I mean it was like maybe maybe he's like well known, but uh, this was just some journal from some guy. Um, and he even has a picture of him hanging out with like Hitler, looking at the looking at these um, old barbarian um, tools. And he he said he didn't really like Goebbels. Like man, it wasn't even like he was a huge Hitler fanatic before, but he was like, wow, like just such a charismatic guy, you know, really like he just really inspired, you know, confidence and uh, like a deep liking, and also incidentally sort of talks about how Hitler points to the points to the um, razor of a barbarian and says like, yeah, die Deutsche war, uh, uh, die Deutsche waren nie barbarisch mm-hmm. or whatever. Like the, the Germans were never really barbarians, right? He still sort of felt those wounds that he felt that the Germans were. Yeah, you know, because is, of the Gothic Wars and right. you know the sack of Rome and there was sort right, of this right, right. history. I was, I went. I, maybe this is actually the same way. I went to senior year of high school. We went to this exhibition in my hometown that basically went through like Germanic history and what it meant to at, at different points in history, like how was German Germanic history looked at, right? And and part of that was Hitler being somewhat fascinated by this kind of Germanic culture and, and Vikings and things like that and, and how he took those and how he even let like like scientific like archaeology uh, how how much of an impact National Socialism had on archaeology just because like things were framed in such different ways. You know, like like people would find find things and, and make them these like huge, you know, like like wow, look at that culture that, that these that these Germanic ancient figures had and, and things like that and that was it just goes to show how conclusive the reign was right like he exerted influence on everything well yeah i think that, the, the, that went untouched yeah the ideology of national, national socialism obviously just colored everything right because yeah. i mean you say archaeology to me that just thinks of like health you know, like exactly, exactly. you know and uh, you know like um like "Quote unquote racial health, right? Where you you sort of have this medicine that's warped because it's like, well, you know, we've measured these people's heads, and it turns out they're smaller, their brains are smaller. There's a, sort of all this uh, pseudoscience that's coming out of it that's that's just um, very similar to just plain propaganda. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and that's like, and I think about that, but then I worry about that. Like, is it possible? Maybe people will look back on what we're doing right now and say, and say the same thing. Eh, yeah, yeah, I know. You just there's no, you can't. I mean, you can travel to different countries, but you can't." Unfortunately, get away from your own island of time. You know what I mean. That 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 there's no way to sort of get get the perspective that a total temporal shift would allow you to have, which is which is too bad. You know, we always are sort of you know products of our own century. But right. what can you do? Not much, dude. Not much. Not much is right. Not much is wrong. Actually, a lot of things are wrong. If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. Um, when you say right, do you mean like with a pen? What are you doing with your teeth right there, man? You look really creepy. Yeah, uh, do you, would you do anything for love, but you wouldn't do that? No, I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, you're not, you know, oh, there's this thing about uh, the end of monogamy. You're, you, you seem like, you seem like, uh, you seem like a kind of guy who just, you seem like someone who isn't going to settle down. How's, how's in Brooklyn, 40 people, everyone makes love to everyone? Oh, like a free love system, like a, you live in a commune somewhere in like Berkeley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean just like, uh, you don't seem like someone who, I don't, I just don't see you settling down. Or maybe, you I know, don't either. I think you pretty much have told me that before. Right, I mean, 
the reason I don't think I will have kids is exactly that. Because I don't... A big reason for that is that I don't think I will ever be ready to settle down. Mm-hmm. Not even just in like... In, in, in so many vastly different ways, right? Like I don't think I, I will ever want to stay in the same place for all too long. I think I, I will be ready to commit that much time to one thing for so long, you know, things like that. It's just... But don't you, don't you like, for me, I really like crave stability. Maybe that's not, you, you, it, maybe it's because I'm so sort of like uh, all over the place in other ways that that's why I crave stability, but maybe that's why you sort of want to sort of be light and quick. I don't know, and I think it, it, it's a little bit, I don't know, it's a little bit different because, you know, my brother, pretty similar sort of ideas. And it's not that he's like, of course, he's been to Seattle and New York and it's like not, um, it's not too shabby. Like he's doing very well for himself. Um, but I don't think he necessarily has like the, not necessarily like mobility, but I feel I feel as though there is not necessarily even a stagnation. He's doing great, you know, and he's, he, he really likes his work and he's got all this great stuff and he's really engaged with things. But uh, I, I saw him being sort of the same where it's like, oh man, he's jetting over to Milan today to like, you know, start his new fashion line and then he's gonna you know and I um and that was sort of how I how I how I saw you know him and like like that would be the trajectory and I just don't know if you in that something sustainable you move to a different city all the time and it's like well I like wonder what I'm gonna do here now like I have to you do have to like make money and also like eat right oh yeah but I, I don't think I don't think I think Rather than me moving somewhere for the sake of moving somewhere and then finding work there, I will move places for work, you know, in in whatever capacity. And I I think the reason I'm okay with that is, or at least a big part of that is, is that I I am not confined socially to a certain place, right? And I was talking about this with someone I met at this, this, this weekend in Toronto about how she, she was telling me how, how she had a lot of friends who, who graduated college or ended with their master's degree and, and, and then they move into the quote-unquote real world and they get a job and all of a sudden there's not this one place where everybody is and where a social life is, right? And, and suddenly it gets really hard and they get really lonely. Yeah. And that is something that was really interesting to me, but I feel like I, uh, I, the, the, my, the, the most, the people who are most important to me, it doesn't really matter where in the world they are as much as to other people probably. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very good at being alone without being lonely. And that is largely, I guess, because I just I I'm 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 good at keeping in touch with the people who are important to me, mm-hmm. and and I tend to find people quickly. Like I I am not. And this is the other thing I was going to say is, is 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 I think it 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 also depends on where you're coming from. Like what is the prime or one of the prime motivators in your life, right? And for me, it's it's not anything negative. I'm not trying to avoid anything. I don't have any deep insecurities about myself or about my my social life, my work. Like I'm, I'm just coming from a place where I have a lot of positive energy and and I, and I want to do things rather than I want to do things in order to avoid something. I want to do things in order to get to some place, right? I think there's there's a fundamental difference in that, and so I don't, I don't, I don't fear those things. I guess 